0: Today's daily Torah is dedicated by Shmuel Nusbaam Le Ilui Nishmas for the sake of the ascent of the soul of his grandfather Shlomo ben Moshe, who passed away this past Friday, he should have a Lichta Eden and be a melitz Yosher, good advocate for Shmuel and his whole family. The seventeenth of Tammuz is a fast day that begins the period of time in Jewish calendar known as the three weeks. Once again, during a pandemic, now we are entering a time of remembering the destruction of Jerusalem, and the world is still filled with such suffering, and there's still such brokenness, and we all we all struggle always to. Find at during this time a way to strengthen ourselves and recognize that because we believe that all is God and God is all so obviously, no matter how externally things might seem to be painful and difficult but we believe that ultimately they are for the best. Now when we speak about saying that All suffering ultimately is for the best. Of course, that's easy to say when a person hasn't suffered or when a person is going through a particular time in life when things are going well. When people are suffering, explanations are stupid. Ultimately, there are no explanations. In exile, the most that we could ever hope to achieve is in the words of Rabbi Akiva, whatever God does ultimately is for the best. Like the famous story with Rabbi Akiva that he was traveling with a donkey and a rooster and a candle, which would be our version of a car and other amenities that you need to travel. And then his donkey died and the candle got blown out and the rooster died and they wouldn't let him stay in the city, and he got stuck in the middle of nowhere. And ends up that that city that wouldn't let him in was ransacked and destroyed. And if he would, the donkey wouldn't have gotten killed, and the candle would have gone out. He would have been found by the robbers and the murderers. So Rabbi Kiva said, "You see, everything God does is ultimately for the ultimately for the best." Now, the truth is that that's not just a Jewish thing. I mean, everyone knows. Any person that has lived life long enough knows that very often. Hindsight is twenty-twenty, and very often we're able to see that it was the most difficult things in life that very often brought to some, not just a silver lining, but some very good things come out from it. Many of us have had terribly traumatic things in life, in the story of our lives, and now when we look back, and one could say that I understand why I needed to go through what I went through, so everything happens ultimately is for the best. So that's that's an adage that anyone that lives life as a human being, that's part of the human condition, knows that that's true. But the Lubavitch Rebbe has a teaching, which is very, very deep. And I think maybe it's something that we could keep in mind as we enter the three weeks of this time of the pandemic. And the Rebbe says... You know that Rabbi Akiva was a student, he had a teacher who was called Nochum Ish Gamzu. Nochum Ish Gamzu. Nochum, the person of Gamzu, of this too. And Nochum Ish Gamzu was known that because whatever would happen, he would always say, Gamzu Latova, this is good. This, Gamzu, this is good. And so, seemingly, you would think that, okay, Rabbi Akiva is saying the same thing as his teacher. But obviously he's not, if you look at the words a little deeper. Because Rabbi Akiva is saying that everything God does, ultimately good will come out from it. A seed needs to decompose for something to grow. But the decomposing of the seed isn't constructive. It's deconstructive. The tablets had to be broken for there to be all the unbelievable, infinite revelations that came from the second tablets. But the breaking of the tablets themselves is a fast day. But Nochamish Gamzu was saying something messianic. Nochamish Gamzu wasn't saying that. Nochamish Gamzu wasn't saying that you have to go through something bad to get to something good. Nochamish Gamzu was saying that while you're suffering, to be able to, as one is suffering, have the emunah, the Muna that Gamzu Not just that something good's gonna come from it, but that this itself is good. Now what does that mean? Again, we're not morons, we're not idiots, we're not one of these one of these type plastic religious people that pretend that they're happy by, you know, making smiley faces or pinching their cheeks and stuff. I mean, obviously if a person's suffering, they're suffering. Nochemish Gamzu wasn't a robot, he wasn't an idiot, he wasn't a faker, he was an authentic person. But obviously we understand that what Nochemish Gamza was teaching was the ultimate messianic truth because you see, if when Mashiach comes, Hashem's gonna show us, Oh, you know why you needed Auschwitz and a pandemic and all the horrible abuse, suffering, pain etc., etc., that people have had to go through, the Jews have had to go through, if God is going to say, oh, you know why you needed all that? It's for the best. Something amazing is going to come from that. Like Rabbi Kiva originally had said, oh, everything God does, eventually something good comes, there's a silver lining from everything good, everything, something good comes out of everything destructive. You read the Tzor HaKaliah. The Rebbe said, if that will be the secret of our redemption, that sucks. I mean, that's not the words the Rebbe used, but that's the words that I use, because I need to speak in Mamaloshan. That sucks. That's why we need Auschwitz. God couldn't have given it to us without Auschwitz. If the point of A is just to get to B, of course God could get to B without A. Of course God could make a tree without making a seed decompose. Of course God could bring us good without Auschwitz. Nochemish Gams was saying something messianic, like Yeshayah says, Oitcha Hashem Ki be." Mashiach comes, we're going to say to God, Thank you for Auschwitz. Thank you for the pandemic. Thank you for the orphans and widows that, 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 that's happening now. Thank you for all the people that are still single and, and, and are plotting to date but are still stuck at home because they can't date. Thank you for all the kids that are going out of their mind because they're stuck at home with abusive parents and, 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 and women that are stuck at home with abusive husbands. Thank you. We're going to thank Hashem for all that, for all that loneliness and pain and suffering and torture. In other words, not just because it brought to something else. No, for the suffering itself. Now that makes no sense. This itself is good. That makes zero sense. That's why it's messianic, that you're going to thank God for the darkness itself. Not just because you needed the darkness for the light. And ultimately, the Rebbe says that Rabbi Akiva himself ascended to the level. ...of learning, attaining this level of his Rebbe, because we know Rebbe Akiva was tortured to death by the Romans. The Romans tore his flesh from his body with iron combs, and as he was being tortured to death, he was smiling... And the student said, Rabbeinu, Ad Khan, our teacher, what are you doing? And he laughed and he said, my whole life I was saying the Shema. And I was hoping to be able to be meiser Nefesh, to give my life for God. Now that I have the opportunity, I shouldn't laugh. Meaning the Rebbe says, because the students, Rabbi, Rabbi Kiva, also knew that one is a Mitzvah, but they saw that Rabbi Kiva was saying the Shema, which is God's unity. Rabbi Kiva was seeing God in the Roman executioners, in Hitler. In Hitler, Rabbi Kiva was able to see in the Roman ex- God in the Roman executioners. The Kleisenberger Rebbe said most of us have to close our eyes when we say Shema Israel as McKenna kicken. We can't look at the gas chambers and at Hitler. We can't look at the pandemic. Now it, it gets us angry to think that Mashiach's not here and we're having another three weeks in the pandemic. It gets us angry at, at God. So we can't look, but Rabbi Kiva looked. And said Hashem Echad when he looked at the Roman executioners. And when Mashiach comes, don't think for a moment that God is going to forget any single tear you ever shed from any pain you've ever had to endure. And not only will God not forget them, but our ultimate faith is that we will thank Hashem for every tear. And this day and B'av and all the fast days will turn into yontives like the Rambam says. Way before Chesidus, the Rambam said that these fast days will be the greatest holidays when Mashiach comes. This has always been Jewish faith. We've always believed that the ultimate truth of the Jewish destiny is that all our suffering will be shown. We will thank God for them. They will be the greatest moments of our life. But in the same way, we'll also see the beauty that there was in our sins and mistakes. Because the ultimate messianic redemption is the ultimate messianic repentance. And the tshuva of Mashiach is when it will be revealed that our sins had the deepest sparks of God's light. And Hashem will thank us for that just as we thank Him for the suffering. We've been talking about Mashiach for way too long. May we finally, finally see it.